Welcome to the Kill Your Internet Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 47 of the Kill Your Internet Podcast, sponsored by High Brew Coffee. With you, as always, is your boy, Colin. Uh, today, we got Mr. William Shade with his fidget spinner joining us. So, Willie, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm, I, you know, I'm feeling a little fidgety, you know, yeah, to be honest. Seems like you fixed that problem. And uh, we got Mr. Eric Burke, Roast Malone over there organizing his NFL mini helmets. How are we doing, buddy? Yeah, before you fucked up the first take, I managed to get my division my divisions in order and between that time and now i put them into conference you put like them on random- either side of my laptop conference the- and division conference wow. and division put these files into random order Start next now. i'll put them on like uh like cardinal directions on the compass like good very good like it yeah <laughs> alphabetical by city yes G- gentlemen today's Backwards. october today's october 1st it's spooky season i'm hyped dude i'm excited i love october probably my favorite month it's also my birthday month my birthday october 18th is what i'm talking about uh yo by the way i'm doing a challenge for my birthday month i want to see if i can do it i'm trying to run a hundred miles during october dang Um, i can do it i know i'm gonna do it not only can i will well how so when you typically go on a run (laughs) how long is the run I don't know. Depending if I'm, if I'm lifting weights, I usually run like a mile and a half, two miles before just to get sweating and on a cardio day, it's usually four. So now we yeah, just bump you, it up. Yeah. But you love lifting. Like you ain't going to lift and run three and a half miles, dude. Watch me. Don't vote. <gasps> you know, you're setting yourself up for like, if you miss one day, you're going to need a hell day. Yeah. That's a fact, but I'm here to challenge myself. So I'm excited. And that's going to set off a chain of events that are like <laughs> bad. In the routine of exercising world, not good. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, you can do it, though. <laughs> oh, I can do it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for Halloween. So on my block, the only two houses that are decorated for Halloween are my house and the people whose house is directly adjoined to mine. So my house looks spooky as shit. Dana loves yeah. Halloween. She like our inside of our house is decked out in Halloween stuff already. Sweet. And then we have this big purple spider web that lights up on our on our front window. So we're looking, we're looking spooky out here. I'm excited about it. Well, I That's don't know. My, my challenge is going to be this, this month is going to be how many times I can get Taco Bell through the drive through. <laughs> nice. Month. Are you on a bicycle doing it? <laughs> I know you love riding your bike around South Philly out here getting a That'd contrast. Supreme. Yeah. I get a little basket, just get, you know, my breakfast and lunch. Just Ew, you trip. get Taco Bell breakfast. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, just thinking of some sort of supersize me situation, but for Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah. Wait, oh, Eric. dude, I've I've done that experiment multiple times, like, <laughs> like un- unconsciously. Yeah. Wait, yo, have you ever like sleepwalking ta- through the Taco Bell drive-thru? Like, Eric, have you ever gotten Taco they, like, Bell? They like know my card number. What? <laughs> Do you have you ever gotten Taco Bell breakfast? Yeah, it's it good. It's so bad for you. Oh yeah, but no, it definitely yeah. tastes good. Yeah, your day stops as soon as you eat. Oh. That. The rest yeah, of your taste yeah. shot out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you better just call your boss and be like, "Listen, yeah, I gotta take a nap. Like, I'll get the hours back." The end of the day. Like, he's like, like, "Oh, yeah." Gotta... He's like, "Do you have Taco Bell breakfast again?" You're like, "Yeah." yeah. Sorry about that. I'm like, "Yeah." I literally got 30 seconds before I. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! So uh, today's guest on the Kill Your Internet podcast, we have Joe from Deal, formerly of Deal Casino now, because Deal Casino is now just Joe P. What an amazing interview. I said it to him, to his face. I hate that kid because I'm so jealous of the songs that he writes. And I'm fucking, it's a great interview. Um, other than that, we also just had a marathon 14-hour recording session two days ago. And I don't know that I'm physically or mentally still recovered. Like, I feel like I, we, I got in my bed at like 5 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I brought this up on the Instagram. 
there is no like way to describe the feeling after a day like that. Like just the lack of mental acuity. Like I'm just a fucking zombie. I got up that day at five 30 and didn't go to bed until four in the morning. And then I got up at work at 6am Dude, you're and an worked animal. for 10 hours. You really are an animal. You are. You're really yesterday was, yeah, dude, I don't know. It's not healthy. No, not at all. all. Oh yeah. You're shaving years. But left, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I brought it up on the podcast with Joe later. just talking about that feeling of coming home from tour. And like the day you get home from tour, your brain just doesn't <laughs> click. Dude, like it's, sailors washing up on an dude, island. It's terrible, bro. It's it just, it just like, I, I yesterday I woke up and I was just like a babbling zombie for like four hours. I had like four cups of coffee and I was still, my eyes were like Droopdale. First off, I, I love the session. Uh, we recorded a different way than we have usually. We kind of just went in a little bit unprepared and went for it. I love, we were having a conversation before the podcast started about what we're going to do to it and just Frankenstein it out. But did you, I just be honest with me. Did you guys like the process of doing the less prepared or are you more akin to doing everything ahead of time and then going in and doing it? I don't know. Like somewhere in the middle. Like, I mean, I was like, I was saying like, uh, after doing that, I would like to be a little more, just have it boiled down, like slightly more, like nothing yeah. like, like you were like the meat and the potatoes, right? Like for whatever the meat we decide that is for that song. Like if that is like, at least like, I don't know like 75 percent fleshed out and decided like maybe even more like then i'm totally cool doing what we just did yeah but it was still it was not you know it was fun and it shit, was different obviously. i know because yeah, yeah, was... will you're so analytical and you like to know things ahead of time. like what did you think about that that experience i'm i'm he just comes in and shits all over it no matter what it doesn't matter no i i th- i'm i'm definitely like a proponent of preparing but not like not over over preparing because i think when when there's certain things that are left to question but you still have like sort of the outline of where those things can go there's just a lot more opportunity for like figuring things out on the spot and that sort of like quote-unquote studio magic happens where i know that, you just have an idea that hits you in the moment and you're able to go with it because you're not confined by you know any type of predetermined thing but you still need those things to lay the groundwork for those good ideas to actually be good and be made in good context. That's why it almost starts your idea, like on a percentage scale. Well, The the thing is the reason I enjoyed that session so much is because it was this opportunity to like, just do something completely out of the normal for us. Cause we're usually demo nerds. We do it over and over and over again, but this was more like we are, I am, I am hundred percent, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. And I'm excited for people to hear that song. I also can't believe the monster comes out in eight days. I'm so excited for that. I fucking yeah. can't wait to let that rip out in the world. Um, let's go into our wildest <laughs> shit that we've seen on the internet. Right before we came on, it was earlier tonight, Doc Rivers got named. Yeah, as buddy. Which I know Will's excited. I'm excited, too. I'm excited to have, like, a real kind of, like, basketball coach in there. Like, someone who's won an NBA championship. I'm excited about that. So dope. Uh, but the thing Ubuntu. Wanna... Ubuntu. What does Ubuntu mean? Oh, yeah. yo, have you guys seen the playbook on Netflix? No. It's no. like, it's a show. I think it was executive produced by LeBron. Oh, sweet. Um, but it's, it highlights, you know, some of the best coaches in, in each sport. You know, like Don Staley's on the show. Philly girl. Um, there's like a, a European soccer coach. And Doc, um, Rivers, and Do- is on? Doc Rivers is on there. Um, was he cool? Just so, just so many other coaches. And the first episode is Doc Rivers. So this, this oh, is the sweet. only episode I've seen of the show. But it just kind of like really dives into like their coaching philosophy and their careers. And Do you know what rise. his real first name is? Uh, oh, 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 oh. It's 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 a sick name. It's Glenn. 
Yeah, Glenn. With two N's. Let me bring up why I, brought, I put this on the wildest shit that's seen on the internet. There's a story about Doc Rivers and Paul George, which if you don't know about, I just found out about today, is absolutely fucking insane. Do you, have you guys heard about this? No. I don't know. So you know how Doc Rivers, they traded, or the Clippers traded for Paul George in the offseason, right? Yeah. So this is what happened. As so, per Kawhi. What happened was Paul George five years ago used to date Doc Rivers' daughter. Oh, yeah, I heard that before. And Paul George cheated on his daughter with a girl at a yacht party and got the girl pregnant. What? And then there was like a year-long court battle because Paul George apparently tried to pay this girl not to have the kid. And it all came out in public. And so Doc Rivers' daughter dumped him, and he wound up marrying that other girl and having another kid with her. (laughs) Doc Rivers' daughter is now married to Seth Curry, Steph Curry's brother. On uh, on the Mavs. Yeah, so Doc Rivers had to coach Paul George after that happened. The business. Oh, (laughs) oh my (laughs) God. I give what Doc, I love Doc Rivers already because anybody who could contain themselves from not beating the piss out of Paul George for that, I give him credit. But he definitely microdosed on mushrooms. But yo, first off, this league, big time this league, holy shit. But apparently, the, the funniest part was during because the first round of the playoffs this year, the Mavs played the Clippers, and the entire time, Seth Curry was like talking shit. To Paul George, like <laughs> yapping at him the whole time. It's just like I was listening to Mike Missinelli, this is where I found this out. And like the argument was like, could you do that? Could you coach that dude? And I was like, absolutely not. I would I would have never let that trade happen. Yeah, that'd be a fucking challenge, man. I mean, at least he's getting like a more relaxed environment over here. There's nobody who's done any terrible things to his family. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for Doc Rivers. I think Doc Rivers Ubuntu. is gonna be a really good coach. Look I gotta watch the show now. Yeah, you got to. I just I I I'm excited because he him and Elton Brand apparently are gonna work together on what they're gonna do for like the roster. So I'm excited about yeah. that. Like, it, it, oh, you Ubuntu, mean the Ubuntu is his mantra. Or... It's basically how it's basically how he got the 2008 uh, Celtics to the finals. Is this like oh, cool. one theory that he he planted it in a few rookies and he had them starting to like say it like in front of like Kevin, you know, Kevin Garnett, Garnett and like all those guys. Yeah, and and then like. One time, I guess they were breaking down the team after a practice, and so and and Kevin Garnett was breaking down the team. He's like Ubuntu on three, and Doc, and and Doc Rivers was like, "That's when I knew that we were going to win the finals because I, hate- I, had, I had gotten them onto this idea Ubuntu, which means I am because we are. Oh, and like that's the only awesome. reason, like the only reason why I'm doing a good job, like you know why I'm in the right place at the right time is because everyone else was in the right place at the right time. I love me. him already, like, dude. The, the reason why I am good is because we are all working together. I yeah. can't wait for the first time that Ben Simmons decides Sick. not to shoot a three for a month and then Doc Rivers just beats his ass. I'm excited for that. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, second thing I saw, this, right. is actually, this actually has nothing to do with the internet, but it's kind of, well, it kind of does. Let's talk about it, boys. Bad things <laughs> happen sure. in Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, dude, let's, let's have, have a conversation. So, no, okay, have a conversation. No, well, I, so. I didn't watch any of it, but I heard that him saying that was just like completely out of rhythm and unfounded in any way. He's an idiot. 
but so do you know like, do you know what he was referring to he was saying, when he said no, that? No, I have no idea. People couldn't go vote or something, or like they like they so, threw out ballots, something like that. Break no. it down, break so, it down. So, well. so I looked it up. I I mean, so basically, in context, what he was talking about in that segment was, I mean, it was generally mail-in voting, but in this particular case, Philly opened up satellite election location poll locations. They are locations where you can get your mail-in ballot fill out your mail-in ballot and it's also a drop-off location so you have oh, so to you just do it real quick yeah literally, yeah, yeah. Dude, i'm doing and, that and you can you can just like drop off your mail-in ballot if you've received it already it's literally you know that's that's it seems like a great idea philadelphia philadelphia since these are not actual polling locations because it's not election day philly has a law that poll watchers are not allowed in these locations it's it's, it's a law it's a it's been around um so not only can you not have like and in order to be a poll watcher you need to be registered with a campaign or with a party so for example in philadelphia there are zero registered poll watchers Jesus. and the and the trump campaign has zero poll watchers registered in philadelphia so not only can even if you are a registered poll watcher not only can you are you not allowed to be loitering in these locations they weren't even registered poll watchers they were just random people like trump like trump supporters who just wanted to like go over there and check it out and make sure everything was going all right so which is literally kind a of like yeah that seems like it's kind of like coercion or intimidation if they wanted it to be so seems- it, it is illegal yeah. for civilians to loiter around polling locations and that is exactly what he's asking his supporters to do and they're not even registered as poll watchers. They're just no random matter, people. No matter what happens in this election. Yeah, dude, like, what are you, like. No matter what and happens. that's why, and, and so basically them oh, being kicked dude. out of the polling location, the satellite location for was people bad to drop off about, to Those were the bad things he was talking about. It was meant to drum up fear and doubt Let me tell you something. the election. Two things I will say about this. One, no matter what happens, just expect a recount in the election right now. This whole thing's going to be a fucking shit show. He thought yeah. to say that in that way, you think? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. Uh, I just I had mean, to. He's he's been spending the last mo- like a m- number of months trying to sow doubt about all of this. Oh yeah, because the he just wants yeah. to yeah. the election. Yeah, 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 he wants yeah, to yeah. have just... as little legitimacy as possible so that yeah. he can challenge it, and then the vote goes to state legislatures, and the majority of state legislatures are Republican. Republican. Well, here's the other thing I was going to say, just so we can get off politics. There is nothing that brings Philadelphia together, like Philadelphia being shit on. Like the second that yeah, came, like what the fuck? Yeah, prime second, example, second, gritty. Yeah, gritty. Uh, well, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, but we hated exa- gritty. Exactly. We hated like, gritty until other cities talk shit about gritty, well, and then like, we love gritty. It's like when people make fun of your little brother, and you're like, "Yo, you can't talk. You can't talk shit on my little brother. Only I can talk shit on my little brother. So I'll fuck you up." And literally, what happened was. Twitter exploded as soon as that happened. We were in the studio, so we missed all this except for bad things happening in Philadelphia. And I just love the reaction of everybody saying, yo, get Meek to make this the beginning of a beat right now. It will be, no doubt, my entire life. Bad thing- you know, how many SoundCloud rappers do you think sampled the words, bad things happen in Philadelphia? Right away. Guaranteed it. Like 500 14. counting. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, this is my last thing for the wildest shit. And somewhere Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith are just foaming at the mouth because they're mad. It wasn't one of them. But apparently a man was shot over a LeBron versus Jordan argument. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that. Damn, uh, dude, that's dude. Where did this take place? 
Uh, I don't know. I saw it on TMZ. So who the who the fuck knows? But what? That's where you're getting your wildest shit. I see it on the internet today. Where else would you get your wildest shit that you see on the internet? TMZ. The internet. Fox. Yeah. News. TMZ. Yeah. Fox. Insta- News. <laughs> TMZ's Instagram. I don't know. It's fucking. Yeah. I, don't, I seen that and I was thinking right away. Could you imagine going to the funeral and then you find out that the reason that he got shot was because he was arguing with LeBron versus Jordan? Like, what side do you think he took? He's definitely like a LeBron, or he was definitely saying LeBron. I mean, guy was like, but no, but I don't know if people question. would die who, to defend LeBron. Who, who hit who? who was it the, Michael Jordan? I don't who, know. I didn't. I didn't get was it. The LeBron supporter or the I don't know. The MJ These are the facts that people need. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, follow up on this one, but. All right, well, let's go into what the fuck we've been listening to. I'll start it out, then Will, and then Eric. Uh, my first pick is Travis Scott uh, because he's everywhere right now. What, what can I say? Uh, but I picked the song Can't Say off of Astroworld. By the way, Astroworld has aged so well. It's so good. Great album. This is a song featuring Don Tolliver, who's an artist nope. from... Dude, I showed you guys that song uh, after party when we were filming the monster movie. This dude is unbelievable. Uh, but he's another Houston rapper that got signed by Travis Scott. I don't know, dude. He's fucking everywhere. He did that Fortnite thing. He did the McDonald's thing. He, he's actually starting. Yo, Travis dude, Scott. An endorsement deal with McDonald's. That's sick. I know. It's fucking like, crazy. That's guap. He's the only, the only other. I don't think there's ever another musician to have their well, own meal. The only other person to have their own meal was Michael Jordan. No shit. Yeah. And Travis Scott. But he's Damn. also putting out his own alcoholic beverage called cacti. I don't, I don't know why I don't, this What's guy, like, is he affiliated with it or does he own the production of it? He, I, he owns the drink. He's known as cactus Jack. It's cacti. It's like his drink. He, he, it's his, What's in it? Snoop Dogg uh, has a wine too, bro. Just cactuses. It's just cactuses. Will, what's your first pick? My first pick is, uh, I guess just a general artist, uh, Nubia Garcia. Don't know a, she's a saxophonist, uh, composer, DJ. She's in. She's based in London, um, and like her music is is a blend of like jazz. There's reggae elements, a little bit of like Afrobeat. Nice. Um, uh, but it's 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 super super cool, and I would encourage everyone to check out uh, her Tiny Desk concert. They're doing these like oh, home sick. Tiny From Desk home. concerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. I've seen that. Yeah, they're pre they're pre recorded. This one was in a studio on a boat or some sort of like floating lighthouse so, and and the room what? is like the room's set up with a bunch of like really just greenery and plants and like hanging plants and and i didn't even know i guess until i read the description after the video of, of that it was like on a boat or on this like floating like barge or whatever in a studio that was built Jerry inside Jones drafting from his super yacht <laughs> yeah, and then you look at the there's like a hanging plant and it like never stops swaying back like side to side throughout the whole. Like, That's pretty set. cool. It's crazy, but yeah, yeah. dude, really, consider really, that really. into your like musical timing too. Like, Yo, like, I was just thinking, what if it was like on metronome, just like back and forth? I that would be like no. One, so one <clears throat> time I played saxophone in a band on a dinner boat, um, in New York City. Nice. And so I like that actually. And and it was like there was one time where like the boat was like really swaying side to side. And I was like in the middle of playing, like skidding to one one foot. Like, I'm, I'm just picturing wild. Will yeah. going. I'm just picturing the ship going down and Will just like playing as the ship goes down. Like Will refuses to leave because he has to get his job done. Uh, Will, that's a good pick. E, what's your first pick? Wolfgang uh, Amadeus Phoenix, the album by Ooh, Phoenix. Hell yeah, dude! Has um. 
Do you want to do you want to describe my song again? No, all I was gonna say, <laughs> all I was gonna say was that's an album that aged amazingly. I love that record. Hell yeah, uh, love like a sunset's part one and two are this mm. like uh, there's like uh, some not court like refrain style vocals, but like uh, for the most part, it's kind of this like passion pit like fused with Phoenix like instrumental like spacey kind of like like hyperdrive yeah. it's yeah check it out it's fucking awesome john mayer once pointed out because he was talking about the album currents by tame impala and he was like that album reminded him of phoenix because for like the year that it was in it just was like the perfect like it just like is that time yeah. period like it's just that time period music so i love that record that's a good well pick. said by john mayer never never says anything wrong uh i picked well. the head i picked the head and the heart for my second pick i picked their new single honeybee um it is like old head in the heart mixed with new head in the heart and i'm absolutely obsessed with the song right now not to mention i forget the girl's name in the band the the other vocalist she's taking a bigger role in singing in the band and i love her voice but what i didn't know about the head in the heart up until recently was that their original singer got kicked out of the band and they brought in they, it's another guy singing and they sound exactly alike and i i just hmm. i love that band so my second pick was honeybee by the head and the heart that's funny you say that. Yeah, I feel like I had I heard Head in the Heart song, and I didn't know who it was until the DJ was like, "Okay, and that's Head in the Heart with whatever." And I was like, "Really? That was them?" So like, maybe that's I mean, what they, I was. They, they, they definitely changed. Yeah, I mean, changed. I really love their song like, "Rivers and Roads." I dude, it makes me cry. Yeah, that the, when they were kind of that Lumineers, like it's like that like, playing in a bike shop, folk, folky yeah, alternative yeah. pop is what it was. But like, yeah. that, they're more alternative now. But I, I really like the, what they what they've grown into. Uh, Will, what's your second pick? Uh, my second pick is a new album uh, that just came out from Sylvanesto. Oh, very nice. Uh, really awesome. The record's called Free Love. I really like the second track, Ring. Um, but it's just everything you love about Sylvanesto with some sweet sound engineering, you know, synth sounds and, you know, tones, they don't They don't textures. do anything that doesn't sound great. They, they're just fucking incredible. Oh, it's so sick. It's so sick. Great pick. All right, Issa, what's your second? My second is uh, by this dude. Have you guys ever heard of the Tragically Hip? Yes. By any chance? They're Gord, a huge I, band in Canada. What's it? Like Gord, Gord what is the guy's sing, the singer? Gord, Gord Downey. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, they have like, I do. They have a ton of albums. They have like probably like 14 or 15 albums. They, they were huge. They're huge in Canada. Like they're one of those bands that for some reason just never like. They're like makes, Arkel- I don't know, like makes I don't it, as if makes it to the states is like some kind of thing. I I, I don't even know any. Yeah, they're, they're like Arkel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you know, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Arkel. Yeah, fuck it, Arkel, dude. Mission Left bro. by Arkel's is like side. They're note. so good, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, that's my. I have they're that such on. A, they're such actually. nice dudes too. They're great guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Great guys. Yeah, they're Canadian, dude. They're ever they're nice as fuck. <laughs> um, but uh, world. Um, I'm sorry. They're tragically hip. Uh, the song is called In View. It's just this kind of like, like a swingy kind of like a driving on a sunny day kind of song, and it's like just like a rock song from Canada in the same way that like, bare naked ladies and like Hootie the Bluefish have these like you know feel good, like vibes. oh yeah, like I know in exactly that kind what you're of talking like, about. Oh yeah, it's like that kind of like it's like a standard of sorts. I don't yeah, know how to yeah. kind of describe like it. You but imagine you, know you imagine like a car driving down a really open road with like palm trees on either side and a big blue sky. Whenever the song hits, you're just like, I'm right. there. Right. I'm but right like, there. and while, and while that image is sometimes overplayed, like it rings so true with these songs. Do you know what I mean? Just put a moose, yeah. like, 
put a moose in there and the, you have the right picture if it's Canadian. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just pine trees. Yeah, pine trees and a moose. What we're going to do here is send it over our, to our interview with Joe uh, from Deal Casino, and then we're going to come back and we're going to do our NFL picks for you guys. And that's how we're going to end today's episode. So we're going to head over to the, the conversation with Joe. Once again, we are sponsored by High Brew Coffee. 10% all purchases online with promo code Foxtrot. Uh, and also grab it at Wawa. I did a tutorial today on our Instagram of where it is in Wawa, so you got no excuses. Got to get in there. You did a tutorial? Yeah. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you, buddy. All right, so we're going to head over now to our interview with Joe P. from Deal Casino. How you feeling? You feel all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest on the Kill Your Internet podcast is prolific songwriter, now former frontman of Deal Casino, and now going as Joe P. We got Joe Perella on the podcast today. Joe, how are we doing today, buddy? What's up, man? How are you? I'm fucking fantastic, dude. I'm happy to see your face. Hell yeah, dude. I'm happy to be on here. I've seen so many of these that now it's like, oh, cool. I'm like, it's, I'm here. <laughs> dude, and I, this was one I wanted to do very badly. Like, I, I said this to you before we started, but I'm a fucking fan. And it's That's weird cool. to, like, Thank as you. someone who you played shows with, and then also, like, just as, like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for, like, a contemporary, like, someone you're, like, not competing with, but, like, you're in the same vein, just yeah. to be like, uh, you know what, I'm just a fucking fan. Like, diehard. That's so like, cool. The day before quarantine started which was like like beginning of march we were actually in dc together yeah that's right and uh i was like because i knew you guys still had the rest of the tour because you went on for another week after that yeah Jesus yeah we Christ. kept going it was crazy what was that, yeah what was that like honestly like just like those shows of the impending doom just knowing it's <laughs> it just got so weird yeah the last one seemed like out of a like a doomsday movie it was so weird like there were people there but you could tell people were stopped like starting to give up their tickets and like not go to the shows yeah which when you're when not that many people show up it's like that's a great excuse of why there's no one <laughs> yeah, there like nothing like being able to have a built-in excuse as to why nobody yeah. fucking showed up yeah we were like I mean, it was a pandemic. Like, it's not it was us a, <laughs> no, yeah it's not no us. literally it was crazy <laughs> but yeah and then it was like it got to the point where we were like we got to make a decision here because it's just gonna get worse and yeah. we're getting further away from home so it was, where that were was you? the thing where were you guys uh, I forget. It was we were the next place we were going was Chicago. So wherever we were the night before with the band Orphan the Poet. Yeah, we've had Jake on too. So I yeah. Mean, like, oh wait, I actually this is I, mean, I said I'm a fan. I fucking know this shit because I was following Bad Flower and Bad Flower okay. was at it was Nashville, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this that's is a, that's so fucking creepy. I know crazy. that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, bro. Yeah, it just it started getting weird and just like, ugh. and then it was like we're going to Chicago. To, we can either go to Chicago right now. Yeah for the show tomorrow or start turning around and going back to New Jersey. And it was like, one, it makes sense to go home because we're just moving further away and things might get shut down and we might be in like California. Which would be the worst case scenario. Yeah. So it was like, oh, fuck man. that. And then it's like, we didn't know if it was going to be like, we could even go anywhere for gas at that point. You know, like, like let's just get home. This is crazy. We and were so happy that. that our next thing, we had, we had stuff lined up in May and that all obviously got canceled. But like, we were like, okay, this was the end of our, like the random DC show was the end of our run. So we were like, yeah. okay, let's just go home and bunker down. But yeah, do we start every episode with asking people, dude, how's your quarantine been? Cause you're in the home studio. So you've obviously been working. So what's it been like? It's cool. I like it. It's, um, it's crazy, but it's one of those things where I've always been that kind of person who will like go a few days without seeing the sun. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, so yeah. like now I just feel like better. Bro, and that's the thing. Most artists never get the opportunity to grow. They either like no, have yeah. one bad thing happen to them or something doesn't work and they automatically yeah. are like, okay, this isn't for me. And who yeah. the fuck knows how many great just songwriters, artists just got discouraged because this industry isn't set up for success. It's not. Totally. It's, it's definitely not. not. Yeah, it's but really then, not. 
there's the the road dogs like you and I who were like, this is what I breathe, like what I live right. and breathe for. Right. Is that, exactly. is that how is that how you feel? Like generally, yeah. like, are you like this is like what I do? It's not even how I feel. It just is what it is. Like I literally just wake up and I always it's it's very like you just look up and you're doing it. You know, it's like very like if you were a werewolf and shit. And you're yeah, like, exactly. Fuck, I didn't even know I did that yesterday. You know, like it's very it's not decision making. Like I don't wake up and make decisions all day. I think the thing is too, like when you're in the situation like you and I to where we've been through the gambit, we've been through the situations, we know everything. Now, and I don't I don't know if you're if you're feeling the same way about this, but like when something happens to where like people quit or something changes in the band, mm. you understand in a way. Yeah. You're like, maybe you're, it's just not for you to where yeah. five years ago, I'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, do you know how yeah. this is going to affect everybody else? It's just, right, right. it's a different timing. Yeah. It's, yeah. You just, it's very, you become less selfish in a way, you know? And like you, you've seen things and you've like messed, you know, you've messed enough things up oh, to yeah. know how to not make them happen again. And, I don't, like you just yeah you definitely just as like anyone else does in anything you just become a more mature person and you yeah. understand things and like you're able to create better opportunities and situations out of that like literally right now you know starting this new thing or whatever it's things that used to be like holy shit i'm just very like whatever and those yeah. are the things that, and then it works out better it's almost like once you stop trying so hard and you let go everything starts to be like, oh, okay. That is the truest. I've said that a hundred times. Yeah. That moment when, when things stop seeming like they're going to end the world yeah. and you're like, okay, well, I've been through this before. Right. That is such a freeing, like magical moment. And yeah. like, I'm so happy to hear that come out of your mouth because I know that good things are about to happen to you. I know it. Like I can, if you have that attitude, good things are about to happen, bro. Yeah. It feels definitely like cool. Like that getting to that place of just like, of course, you're always going to have the thing of like, you want people to like the things you make or you care, you know, anyone who says they don't care about you like that, it's stupid, you do, you know. So you're a liar, like, yeah. Absolutely. Right, but I understand now what all of those things mean. Like when you watch an interview of like Bowie or, you know, Lou Reed and they're being like badasses saying like, fuck you, whatever. Yeah. Like as much as it is like a fuck you, I don't care what anyone thinks. It's like, it's literally the opposite, but it's more so like in order to, make the thing that I want people to like, yeah. I have to not care too much about it right now. hundred percent. You know, but once you make, once you create that thing, of course you want everyone to fucking say it's great. Absolutely. You and know, I always laugh at when I see shit like that though, you're talking about like the Bowie's or, or yeah. the Lou Reed's and you're like, of course you don't give a fuck. You've already yeah. kind of made your way. Like you don't yeah. have to care what people think at this point, but like totally. you're asking me, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of care. Of but course. I, right. I definitely care less than I used to care. I'm yeah. more in tune with like what I want to do at this point or not yes. as much. I, but like I have this relationship with the people that I work with that mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever we decide on, we're going to do like, right. how it is. Like, and now in this situation, you have less to even worry about in that scenario. Cause you're like, whatever the fuck I want to do. This yeah, is a situation. It's a, yeah. It's weird. It's very like things that would take 30 days, take 30 minutes now, you know, it's, it's, like, it's freeing bro. It's so weird. One thing I want to ask you before we get to the final segment, I'm always impressed by bands that can tour and bring people out, but also have a fervent social media following. And right. I've watched you guys, you specifically, mm. fucking your fans online are awesome. First off, I just want to point that yeah, out. No, yeah, no, they're good. Whoever, cool. whoever sees this, I want them to know that I appreciate that and come over yeah. and talk to me. Yeah. Uh, but what is that like to have watched yourself grow in that scenario? Because we talk about social media all the time, the effect yeah. on the artist, the effect on society. Like, it seems like you generally have a very positive interaction with people online. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I just, 
the way I, I mean, it's weird, dude. I am so not a good, like I'm such a bad social media person in the yeah. sense of like, I always, and I still don't get it, but I, I truly, truly don't understand how people like photos in a, in the, and I yeah. mean that in the sense of like, I have never felt the need or the urge that when I see something I think is awesome to double tap on. It I never so like pictures ever. Uh, but even if I love the picture, like I yeah. like, oh, no, I, I like do. it, but I just don't, I, I'm not the kind of person that and I always wonder that. about that as well. Like, cause I, I'm, I, am I an asshole that I never like? No, no. Pictures? I just think like, it's like, I mean, dude, but then I also ask people that like aren't in bands and stuff. I'm like, why do you have an Instagram? Like, what are you doing? Like, what who, do you, who what, is that story for? Do you have a personal Instagram that you use? Uh, no, I made one and I never use it. It just dies. My <laughs> like last post from my personal Instagram is in 2015. And my last post from my personal t- Twitter was in 2014. I hate social media, but I do it. It's yeah. a business face. At this point, sure. that's what it is. Yeah. And it's fun. And I get it. And I know how to use it in a way that I truly like, I like to output content in that sense of like, Oh yeah. Like I'm at the grocery store. I see something stupid. I want to film that and put it on in a way that I want to write a lyric down. It's the same yes. thing. I don't think of it like this will get me more likes. Ha ha nope. ha. It's, it's way more about. That's know, when social that. media gets creepy to me. When people yeah. start to look at it as like, how can I, or what can I do to get more likes? Which for people who aren't artists, like, there are certain things that if you have an artist page, and this is like a little le- like lesson right here, mm. your fucking like activity and the way like as many people like your shit depends yeah. on or determines how many of your followers see your stuff. So sure. like I get the business idea behind like, oh, if I do some weird shit, people will like it more. My I have a higher reach. Yeah. But like as just a person, I'm not that dude. I'm never right. going to be the guy who's like, oh, I'll go fucking, you know, do some weird influencer shit just to get more likes. I can't do that. Right. It's, it's like, not good. It's the constant conversation we have about like the artist and their soul. Like how yeah. far are you willing to push that? Totally. And it's people can smell it, man. It's like, oh, that's yeah, the, that's the funny thing is like after all that shit of like, oh, if I do this, people will like it. It's like no one likes anything. And like the best videos or the most likes or whatever the hell you want to call it that I get is always on something that was like, hey, whatever. Just the same way when I write a really smart lyric that I'm like, people are going to fucking shit their pants <laughs> when they hear this. No one ever talks about it. And then yep. the one that I'm like, oh, this is like a bad lyric. Everyone's like, that's it. And I'm like, all my, I think our most liked posts recently that i can remember was literally we played a live stream and then afterwards me and jimmy our drummer were like drunk drunk and we're just dancing and i did yeah. the millie i did the millie rock which i did not know i knew how to do but gin <laughs> makes me millie rock apparently there you go uh, and people were like that's it that's the yeah. content we need and i was it's, like i'm not <laughs> i don't even know what the fuck i did but that's and i mean to me that proves that social media itself like you want as a band or as an artist or whatever you want to use a social media to like upload the clip of your music video that you work so hard on and that's always the one that does the worst because worst no always it's just like Ugh, stop stop trying so hard <laughs> exactly. but if you post if you post a video of you eating a cheeto and in a funny outfit by, and you didn't think anyone was filming you and you're just sitting there like that's work that works because it's very organic and people know it and they that's the most relatable thing in the world is we you always not knowing we always talk about authenticity, man. And I've, yeah. I've, you, you use the phrase that I use all the time. You can smell it on people. Like, totally. And I think, I, for some reason, I think this is an East Coast thing, or at least mm. the Tri-State area. Yeah. We are born with a bullshit meter within our yeah, brain. I think so. And I can tell from the second I meet somebody whether or not I'm like, ah, I, don't, I, don't, nah, I don't get your vibe, dude. Right. I, yeah. I don't, it's, I'm always just looking for, in the music industry, relationships that I can actually like, 
if I can actually talk to you on a human level and like mm-hmm. we actually click as like humans, right. then I'm like, yeah, like I dig that band. But if I meet a band and I'm just like, yo, that's not real. I remember right. we, we did a thing in Louisville, Kentucky last year for like, it was like a radio conference and yeah. we played it. And like, we were opening for Bishop Briggs, which was fucking sweet. Oh, wow. She was yeah. amazing, dude. Yeah. But like, we're backstage with all these other bands that are in the same situation as us. I'm in jeans, no shoes, and a 76ers t-shirt. Mm. My drummer, Jimmy, is in like cut-off sweatpants shorts. And like, we're just two Philly dudes like standing outside, Jimmy smoking a cigarette, and this other band comes up. And they're all wearing the exact same thing. Mm. And the one dude's got like dyed yellow hair. And like, it, whatever, like it is what it is. And I just started right. talking to them. And I was like, yeah, what's up, dude? Like, how are you doing? Like, I was like, where are you guys from? And like, LA. And like, they were the 17th band that day to tell me they were from LA. And I was no, like, I was like, is. yo, but where are you like really from though? And he's like, oh, uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. I was like, well, then fucking say Norman, Oklahoma, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, but <laughs> people think that LA, the thing is like, once you say you're from LA, there's this strange legitimacy that they think comes with it. But really it's just almost a thing that makes you sound like forgettable. And Yeah, you're, you're one of your dime a dozen. Yeah, like that's that's kind of the thing, and it's weird. Like we've I've only been to LA one time, really, and the one time I went, it was like we got there. I was calling people back home, being like, "We need to fucking move here. This is the greatest Always. place on earth." Oh yeah, holy shit! And then two days later, I was like, "Never mind." Like this when isn't I, it. When I went out there, and like the first like four or five meetings I took, or like I was like in writing sessions and stuff like that, and I was like, "This is cool or whatever. It's pretty, but like, I don't know. Like this is not my vibe. Like right from Philly, like." And then the last one I met with and wrote with was uh, uh, Kenny from AWOL Nation. And mm-hmm. I was expecting, I was nervous. I was like, this is weird. Like, this dude wrote fucking Sale. Like, I've heard this yeah. song a billion times. Yeah. And I go into his studio, and there's two dogs running around. He's smoking weed. And I walk in, and he's like, what's up, dude? Like, he was, like, the coolest motherfucker right. alive. And yeah. to this day, that's still the homie. Like, that's my boy. Like, For I sure, love that yeah. fucking guy. So you never know when you're going to bump into people that you're going to become friends with. But it's just no. like. People are people. Can, you can sure. tell you can tell though in the industry you're like yeah. I know what you're dealing with. Totally. It's just the easiest thing to sniff out because it's just I mean anyone who's involved in music for a reason that has nothing to do with music is the scariest thing in the Fact. world because even being involved in the music part is insane and like to be involved in it in any other way is like well that's going to be so boring. Oh like, yeah. Play, like already being in a band or a musician whatever like playing music is 2% of your job. Like you, you go barely, on tour, barely. most of it's, yeah, you're, you play a half hour set and your entire day was traveling and waiting to play that half hour set. And it didn't even go that well. Nothing yeah, they- showed up. Like it's the smallest part of it. It's crazy. Okay. You know, like at one point we stopped having band practice. I remember because we were like, we don't need to practice anymore. Like no one gives a shit. Let's like, let's just, you know, like the go music part is like, you know, creating music. That's always, that should, that's almost like a hundred percent of it in the sense yep. of like, you should always be in that mode. Yep. But the actual playing music is such a small part and everything else is bullshit. So when I you mean, meet like, someone who likes that, it's like, oh, you it's, like It's this? in the same way that I think about baseball or sports in general. Yeah, Just yeah. like the game is like a, a smidgen of what you do and like everything else you do around it is actually what you're there for. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It's it, You love that little half hour of playing so much that it lets everything else be bearable. And right when it gets to the breaking point, you have another show and you're good. It like resets Always, you. Do we talked about this. Uh, we had uh, Jared from repeat, repeat on last week. And we were talking about this, this moment on tour every time where you're like, it's like your 12th show and you're like, fuck this shit. This has been like, I'm just burnt. I need to get home. And yeah. then it's always that show. After you make that proclamation, that is the best show of all time. It's always sure. that show. Because you're looking for it, you want that. That's kind of what that is, you know. Or, or it's you've given you've like have this little bit of a release where you're like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Well, 
and yeah, you're you're loose. Like you, that's the whole that's thing, the dude. The looser thing. you are, like that's why, like we've made so many music videos that were so in depth, and we would gather, we we tracked down like a hundred and something TVs. You're and nuts. Your your videos are fucking insane, by the it's way. It's crazy. It's crazy work. But it, you know, it was like, and that's you know, part of it was like a creation thing. Like we just had to do that. Like yep. we really wanted to. But then to expect a million gazillion people to go nuts over it—that's the part that fucks you up. And it's like, yeah, when draining. you're looking for the answer, when you're looking for the, I don't know, it's the process versus the product kind of a thing. When yeah. you're looking for the aftermath, like I, all of our best shit always comes from having our buddy Paul around with a handheld. It's actually like a tape camcorder that like your mom would take awesome. your baseball games. Yeah. And those are our documentary things. And people always love that shit. Cause it's like us being our realest selves. It's like totally. us sitting around bullshit. Yeah. But dude, this has been fucking fantastic. I got five questions and we're getting out of here. Hell yeah. Five random bullshit questions. <laughs> the first one's always the same. What is your best and what is your worst show memory? Nice. Um, okay. But this doesn't have to be like your best show. It's just like, yeah. The worst one is always better than the best one. The like the worst answer is yeah. always my favorite that I'm looking for. Damn. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, like as far as the worst show, it would have to be something where probably somewhere in like a New Brunswick basement show. Like, <laughs> you know, loading your gear through like snow and then you get oh, down yeah. there. And, they, and then the, co- the cops came once through a show like in the middle of my guitar solo. And oh. like I had to just stop. And it was like, oh. Uh, but I don't know. Like a bad show experience. It's, isn't it strange how they all just blend in? And it's oh, like, yeah. I couldn't I, even tell you. I always have two. Uh, I got electrocuted in New Orleans. Oh, uh, shit. Hot mic. And then the other one, I've never brought this up on the podcast, but uh, when me and Ken were in college, we were a three-piece. Like, we were, like, fucking just starting out. We yeah. played a show at Temple University, and uh, we were the last band. There was, like, 500 people packed in, like, a little-ass house. And the band before us moved all of our shit but snapped the neck of my guitar. And what? so a fight breaks out. The cops come. The fire department comes. And the kid who owned the house had a, like, a steel ladder yeah. and was trying to, like, hit the cops with it. And, like, we literally just, like, grabbed our shit and, like, passed it out a window. And that, that's what I'm talking about for, like, worst show memory. Like, Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's rough. What's that's your best? best so you memory. guys have done some great shit. I mean, you guys did, like, uh, Governor's Ball. You've done. Yeah, that was board. cool. What was Europe like? Europe, yeah, Europe might be some of the best things just because it was so crazy. But yeah, that was nuts. That was just like, you know, that band Bad Flower was just like at 3 a.m. hanging out with us. And they were like, yeah, you guys should come. That's fucking like, so sick. Okay. It was like, we're going like now. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> so we just right, like we're packed. Going now. Yeah, like packed a suitcase, like gazillion dollar plane tickets. And of we're like, okay, let's go. And so it was just like this weird, crazy thing, one time in your life type deal. So that and that was great because all the shows are cool because everyone in Europe is so much cooler in that way that they listen, they're super hyped on everything. It's yeah. so good. It's yeah, so it is better. weird. I, I was in Italy and France last year, and everybody seems more excited about life. Maybe it's just because where totally. we are as a country right now, we're just also fucking fried. For sure, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, they, everyone's so much more like appreciative there, and they truly listen. No one's really on their phones like we are. Oh it's, it's, yeah, there's not. It, there just isn't that thing. It doesn't feel like there's as much of that like social media runs like dude in most other like countries and stuff um they think it's so crazy that we have like celebrities like a lot of as many oh, as we yeah. do and they, i think that's they crazy idolize people yeah they idolize like you know soccer or football players Bro, you know i always I, mean? I always say this about like the idolization like even like when you talk like people talk about like stand culture and stuff like that yes 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 it freaks me out 
because I've never in my life ever looked up at somebody enough or cared enough about like right. what somebody who I don't know thinks totally. to like give that much of myself to that. Like yeah. I think that's why people get so hurt when they yeah. find out that people do dumb shit yes. and like cancel people. It's like, yeah, you got to stop putting so much stock in what other people do, man. It's not yeah. worth it. It's so weird. Yeah. You can't do it. You just have to be like, all right. I mean, that's, I, it's funny. Like I don't even like concerts. Like I don't really love going Neither to see. Why? I hate it. I've gone and I'm always just like, dude, I don't even, I just want to go on stage if anything. Like I hate that's being my, in this group I of people. I hate it, dude. I hate it. It's, I get anxious because I want to be doing it. Totally. I have to like love a band to go see them. Like I oh, have yeah. to like, absolutely. Like yeah. if it's something like it's a, like I have to be there. Like I've, mm-hmm. um, the last thing I saw was, Gary Clark Jr., who I'm a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. To me, and, me and my wife's wedding song is a Gary Clark oh, Jr. That's song. that's awesome. Hell, yeah. So it's like, that's our guy. Like, I, yeah. I, I went to the Met, and it was fucking beautiful. That's sick. Uh, all right, hold on. Second question. What yeah. was the last show you binged? Um, oh, what did you watch? It's kind of funny. There's this show on Netflix called Kingdom. Have you ever heard of this show? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. It's just like an it's like it's like UFC fighting show. Oh, that's but it's the one really with, good with, acting. That's the one with uh, Nick Jonas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. And like, I was just like, I guess I'll see what this is. And it was actually really good. Like, oh, now I gotta watch things. it. Yeah, did you it, was, watch, it was good. Did you watch Outer Banks? No, that I haven't watched. But everyone says it's pretty good. It's like, yeah, it looks it, like it's not. And I'm like, but I bet it is. <laughs> it's not good, but it's good. It's that okay. kind of a thing. It's okay. like uh, there's always Bravo one in my house. My wife loves Real Housewives. Okay. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's not good, but it's good. It's, it's like good. it's good trash TV. You know what it's I mean? It's like Storage Wars. Like exactly. Dude, I love <laughs> shit. Like dude, like I'll every once in a while I get so deep into a good cooking. Oh, show. dude, Chopped? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Let's go. it's so good. I don't know why it's good, but I guess it's just because it's such a specific topic yep. and anyone can understand it because it's just like we all eat food. So I think 100%. that's why there's so many. Like whoever came up with that idea of like, you know, like let's go in on like baking shows reality shows of all this shit they're geniuses because anyone can watch it and say something about it you ever watch fuck that's delicious with action bronson no yo dive in on that it's that on vice good. fucking outstanding Damn, all right hold on here's here's a third one what's the worst job you ever had oh <laughs> uh, man <laughs> you're I like had... writing songs and touring the country is by far the worst thing <sighs> yeah <ever>. really <laughs> no the be- the okay so let me think the best jobs i've had i'll have to go backwards it's like I was always just like pizza delivery, which was the greatest job on earth because the busier really? got, the more you left. Right. Yeah, you true. So oh, like, yeah. You're you always can, just driving around. You're driving around. You're always in the back of the kitchen cleaning dishes while you're waiting. And then you just listen to music and shit and people give you money. Like you make tips the way waiters do, but with yep. none of the bullshit. Oh, so there's a ton that. of bullshit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. So, and was that, there I mean, that, that was there ever one that one. was like terrible, terrible? I worked at Panera Bread in college. And, that was my uh, first job. My first job was Panera. They stole money from us. I didn't know about. And uh, that was the worst job I ever had. The best wow. one I ever had was I worked for the Phillies in college. I, oh, played, shit. Col- I played college baseball for a year and a half. Okay. And they cool. hooked me up with this job teaching kids camps, which was pretty cool. Oh, we got to sick. meet all the players. and But I... I mean, bartending in Center City, Philadelphia was was so fun. Like, I I loved. Like, it was just like yeah. Like, I don't know. Dude, felt, bartending it, is so fun. It like, felt like you were was... in a reality show sometimes. I don't know, but like, you want to talk about yeah. bullshit? There's nothing like the bullshit that goes on for bartenders and waiters. It's totally. It's a different. Yeah, thing. it's uh, that. That must be the worst I've had was being. I mean, I've been a waiter like a few times, but yeah, every any time I was, I just my brain doesn't work that way. Where like. The same way I don't like concerts and crowds and mm-hmm. being in restaurants. I don't like being in a busy restaurant. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I hate this. This is crazy. My brain, I can only focus on one thing. The That's thing it. is, too, like, it was like 
doing that and then going on the road for music was such a nice reprieve for me to where it was like i'm not around people but like yeah i'm not around people like until we play the show but like you're just driving for hours but like there's times when you're a waiter and shit and you're just like I have been like 150 people to 150 different groups. Like you're just an actor. You're just walking up and you whoever are. that table you wants are. you to be, you're just like, okay, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm calling on this, whatever. All right, hold on. Right, and it's just, that's the thing. It's too much. What's your nerdiest hobby? Like I, I love Marvel. Like I love Marvel movies. I love Marvel. Okay, yeah. like, I, that's my shit. Like I, wow. We have a lot of like Game of Thrones and like uh, Lord of the Rings people mm. in this band, which I make fun of them for. I love like, I really, really love Harry Potter. I mean, I love Lord of the Rings and all that shit. And my friend is getting, like, he started Game of Thrones. So I'm like in it every once in a while to watch it. Just so much. It's so, it's, it's so, hard for me to start a show that I know there's so much to go. Dude, I fought Game of Thrones for so, so long because my inner yeah. bro just wouldn't let me let go and be like, I'm not watching right. something about dragons. Fuck that. Dungeons shit. and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and then I let go and I was like, this is fucking. It's good. It so, is. The bit I've seen, I'm like, this is like, the best movie ever made it's like oh, watching the best movie you haven't finished it yet no no i've like i haven't i technically should start from day one and watch the whole thing because i've just been whenever he's watching it i sit down and it's that good that you could watch you could sit down in the middle of season two and if you oh, watch yeah. one whole episode the next episode is like oh i kind of want to know what's gonna it's like watching a one movie guy. it's like a yeah. movie every week it's like they made like exactly five movies fucking crazy yeah all right uh last question What's your what's your favorite tour food? Like you're in the, you're in the van and you're just mm. driving and you're like, oh, mine's a Slim Jim. Like we are Slim Jim oh, addicts wow. in the. It's disgusting. It's fucking. It's despicable that I eat them, but I do. I go I go original Pringles. Yo, that's a great answer. Hell just yeah. straight up the tube. It's such a simple thing. You get, it's not messy. It's it's in a weird way. It's not as it doesn't feel or make you feel as shitty as like normal potato chips, chips make you I feel. Know. There's something about them that they're like light in a way, and they're just so easy to eat. And like when you're driving, you can like find the tube easily tube. and just fucking. Oh yeah, See, yeah. I'm, 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 I cross I'm, those. I'm not a chip guy on tour, but I definitely I've Ken, our bass player, gets the pizza Pringles, and like those oh, are shit, that's yeah. Fucking Dude, it's that that whole thing is probably my favorite thing about touring is when yeah. you stop to go to the bathroom and i'm just always down to get something well you're in a you're in a, a fucking you yeah. go to a, you go to a pilot and then a flying j and then oh, a loves so and then a wawa and then a sheets and you're like i have to get something different in everyone who it's knows? exciting i don't know why it there's is. something about it that i just like i love the like cubbiness of like getting a treat and going to the back of the van again and just yep. putting your headphones in and like it's like the only time i've ever stopped and like gotten a hot dog and put onions on it and jalapenos and eaten it yeah and like I, I i'll do things like i'll it's, get like i'll get fucking taquitos i'll go yeah. to Wawa and get like a buffalo chicken roller and i'll be like okay well this was a good That's idea any so, other time it's so good dude and just like getting drinks like i love just getting a good classic drink that you're like dude i'm fucking stoked to like drink yeah. this <laughs> it's, it's like, almost like you're like a simple. kid it's almost like you're a kid again on the road yeah. to where like you're not like i like Colin at home would judge Colin on the road so hard. Oh, God, just being like, yeah. you piece of shit. Are you gonna do you drink your third Slurpee today? What are you yeah, doing? Right. But at the same time, it's like you're walking, like you get to the city and usually like you walk around for like four hours yeah. where like it's a million degrees and you have to lug all the gear out of the van and yeah. trailer. Like you do end up I probably exercise more on tour. Fact. And like and I slept well, like you sleep eight hours or more every day. Like it's the only time I do that, and there's and you're truly not stressed at all. Like nope, tour is not stressful. Nope, no, you're. It's I, not. Well, everything real goes away for like yes. two, three weeks, and then you come home, and then you have to readapt and re. Yeah. Like that's the hardest part for me is when yes. I get home and just like 
to whereas my household has been a normal place and then I come back and then it's yeah. like, oh fuck, like I have to like do things. <laughs> it's yeah. Really? You're back. You're back into the actual planet again. You have to because... reassimilate. And there's nothing, there is nothing like that first day when you get back from tour and yeah. your brain just doesn't work. It, doesn't it just doesn't no and like you don't want it to and you're you know you always get home it seems like no matter what you always get home at like fucking 5 30 a.m always the weirdest fucking you're like god damn it and it just starts <laughs> it off to a terrible start because if you got home at like 6 p.m it'd be like when you get home from like a trip on a weekend on sunday and you're yeah. like all right we're like groggy but we can like watch a shitty show and like go I'll to sleep it. yeah exactly it's like you get home and you go to sleep at 6 a.m and then you wake up at like 9 or 10 because the everyone's awake yeah and then, and then you're just, like oh just in a bad mood and, and then like, you come home and people want to see you or you want to yeah. do they want to do things and i'm like i would like to sit here for the next four days and try and get my feet back under me i gotta get my <laughs> shit going again yeah it's I just gotta get yeah. my head right tour is great because you're literally no one can your phone becomes this thing that's like who's gonna call you me or text me right now and be like i need you to oh Oh, like, I'm not. Oh, you, you have to go here. Like literally, there's nothing. I would help now. you, but I'm in Atlanta right now. Yeah, and it's like there. you just always have this excuse of like, I'm, I'm not there. <laughs> it's the best way to be antisocial. <laughs> it is. It is. Dude, this has been fucking fantastic, Joe. We're definitely gonna have you back on for part two when you drop some new music. Hell yeah, dude. It's fucking fantastic. Um, when is the next thing coming out? I think October 16th, technically. Oh, sweet, dude. Your next thing. You're flying right now, bro. Ah, uh, dude. Well, now that it's just me. And like it's a fresh start. I'm in this headspace of just like, dude, I'm not gonna try so hard to like beautiful do it right. Yeah, I'm just gonna not do not it. every release has to be this like fucking yeah. earth shattering. I'm just like, dude, I just want to put out. I want to the the way like you were talking about. Like I sit down, you sit down, and you can write a whole song. It's like I want to release music in that way where I'm almost just like, whatever. I'm not gonna put too much. Oh, this might work. Maybe no one will hear it. Who cares? Here you Quarantine go. has really made me reevaluate the way that I release music. And now yeah. I'm just like, there's no fucking rules. There's no. no. Yeah. Like I, I want to leak everything. I want to put it on SoundCloud. I don't give not, a shit. Dude, yeah. It's shit? like, there's this thing. That's just one more of those things though, that you, when you're in a band or whatever, you have these ideas that you think, okay, I have to, follow these rules and it's like dude the only time anything good happens is usually when someone messes up or yeah. doesn't follow the rule or oh i just put it on soundcloud one night and went to bed like and that's thing i knew. It's new yeah exactly. it's like you put something out on spotify it's like so did a gazillion other people today you literally just did thousand songs a day on spotify right it's 44 thousand it's and then it, with that it's like you have to get on a playlist but there's a gazillion playlist and it's like that stress of doing that makes it not even fun so you might as well just 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 make so much music that it's like here you go like i wrote this song and like and it's great because it makes you probably better at writing and stuff oh yeah you don't Absolutely. think you don't think that song's that good just think every song's not that good so you just throw it out like whatever yeah. get to the next one just get or, it if, or if just it's good it'll work everything is the fucking best thing you ever made exactly and just be like here you go i don't, don't be afraid shit. don't be afraid to not have another one coming that's yes. kind of what it is it's like when you write a good song and you have it recorded it sounds perfect you go into this thing where you're like oh this is going to be sick we got to make sure this is right let's do a music video i'm like very over music videos oh too. me too i think if you're Who cares and i feel bad because we have so many friends that are music video directors and like i'm just like dude i could do something or my favorite music video we ever shot was three minutes of Damn. jimmy drumming in a fur coat and or, or, or dancing in a fur coat he danced down the Wissahickon trail in a fur coat it's amazing people loved it, it yeah and it's you it's more unique than anything else and like trying to get your vision across to some other video guy becomes yeah. a weird thing and you spend weeks waiting for it it's a million dollars so expensive. it's always so much money and like it should be it's a lot of work i get I mean, it dude that's why i started editing everything myself i right. I, I i love to edit videos but Me like, too. I, it's fun 
I suck at being behind the camera, but I'm fucking great at just editing it. I know. I wish I could do that. Would be there's just certain things that you truly can't do alone. I get it. Like doing a music video. There's like, also but, you know. certain like I have a great eye for photography, but the actual action of taking a picture for some reason I fucking so suck hard. at it. So, so hard. hard it is like such a gift from God. And like yes. I like our photographer Dylan that travels with us everywhere. Yeah. I just always say to him, like, fuck you. I, I, it's the same yeah. way. I came, the same way I came in telling you to fuck yourself because I respect you. I yeah, tell yeah. you to fuck himself on the way out. I love. It. I'm gonna start telling people that. I like that. Go. Good man. All right. Well, it was fucking great talking to you. We'll talk again soon. All right. Sounds good, man. All right, buddy. Hell yeah. All right. So that was our conversation with Joe P. Go check out all his new music, dude. I love Dill Casino so much, and I'm so excited for what Joe is doing now. I'm just so like I got worried that, that like he was just gonna be like I didn't know what was gonna happen and just right away for him to be like I got a ton of solo stuff on that. I was really excited with that. So uh, yeah. go check out all Joe's stuff. Uh, like I said, we are gonna finish this up with our NFL picks for the week. Last week I definitely dominated. I don't have any proof of that. I'll have to go back and check the board. But I think you really I th- you you got the Bills pick. Yep. But you were super wrong on another one. We'll have to go back. Oh, and look. We'll, we'll check it? the record. I forget what you it just was. barely got that Bills pick, fucker. Dude, count it, count it. Uh, oh no, you, you oh, dude, remember you when you tried Falcons saying I picked win. Dallas? I picked the Falcons, and I wasn't super wrong about the Falcons. The Falcons yeah, should have won that though. game. Well, the Bills should have lost too. So, well, they didn't. So here Karma. we go. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's start out. Uh, tonight's game, obviously, we're not going to go over. Denver's beating the Jets. By the way, Joe Flacco is playing quarterback for the Jets right now, which is fucking incredible. Uh, wow, going against us. That's a Joe Flacco. Uh, former uh, German German match, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go over it. So, one o'clock games. We have uh, this uh, Ravens at the Washington football team. Ravens, easy. RG3 yep. revenge game. Uh, let's go to <laughs> the Chargers at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay, yeah. They're fi- rookie they're quarterback. Figured, they're figuring it out. They're, I, don't, I don't think Chris Godwin's playing, though. No, Good, and I have Mike Evans in fantasy, so I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady's gonna, yeah, he knows what to do now. He's had three games, you know. Yeah, I think they're about to rip, I think they're about to rip off some wins. Uh, let's go Seattle, Miami. Is anybody picking Miami, or we're all going Seattle on this one? Seattle, Seattle by 20. Easy. Uh, Minnesota at Houston, tale of two underachieving teams. I'm going Houston. Same. Houston yeah. dominates. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Houston. I don't know. If I just dominate. love. I just love the story of like the, the most terribly paid. I mean, next to Joe yeah, Flacco, Kirk I guess. <laughs> like the next Joe Flacco of like overpaid quarterback. Is Kirk Cousins? Oh yeah, yeah. to like such a higher degree. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans at Detroit. Detroit got their first. New Orleans. Win. Yeah, uh, New Orleans. I don't, yeah, New I'm, Orleans. I'm trying to make that in, uh, like interesting, but I can't. Alvin Kamara got me 46 fans. Bro, Alvin oh, Kamara, dude, he's, yeah. that 40-yard run he had when he let his his offensive lineman get out in front and he basically just walked behind him. Yeah, he's like, the but, new. That was also 46 points, half PPR, and wow. he had 113 receiving yards. Jesus. he's Yeah, him. He, Alvin Kamara is like the new Le'Veon Bell. Yes, but like very a, a better. Yeah, exactly. That pay, like whole kind of like do like a stutter step. And like he'll move forward five yards without yeah. ever gaining like even probably half his top speed, but he like manages to like sift through that. Yeah, and Alvin Kamara is like his a, brain while he's doing it. Yeah, well, he's just yeah, exactly. He's just patient, right? Yeah, yeah. So like uh, Alvin Kamara is that, but a better pass catcher. All right, uh, Cleveland at Dallas. Uh, I, Dallas. I I think Dallas is figuring it out, and I hate it because they they're gonna have to score. 
Like if Cleveland has any shot, they're going to have to score a ton because Dallas is going to score a ton. But I will say also Dallas's defense is atrocious. It's so bad. I mean, their run defense is is a, is a little bit better than their their secondary. I think it's going to be about how well Nick Chubb can do. He's so yeah. good, dude. Well, yeah, they if, he has a, if he has a game, yeah. I think the Browns have a shot because yeah. I like it's going to be whether Dak can score enough points, really. But like, yeah. who knows? Fuck them yeah. anyway. Chances uh, are that. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. yeah, Jacksonville at Cincinnati sounds like a Thursday night color rush game to me. All right. I think that I think Cincinnati's going to win by like 28. Really? I think no, that in tw- over 20. Well, yeah, the 24, the, the one I said, just ignore the one I said earlier, <laughs> but I think Cincinnati, like, I think Joe Burrow just dude, their Jacksonville pass defense is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going Cincinnati too. I'm going Cincinnati. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Joe Burrow has just crazy, like, like no training camp style, like I really six enjoy touchdown game like, or something. I, watch, like, something I enjoy crazy. watching him play football. I really do. Like, I like Joe Burrow a lot. Yeah, it looks all right. Uh, Arizona at Carolina. I got Carolina right last week. You guys got Carolina wrong. Carolina won. That's true. Shouts out Matt Rule on his first win. I'm taking Arizona though this time. I'm not taking Carolina. <laughs> yeah, Arizona on this. Yeah, I agree. To him, it's in. No, it's in Carolina, but uh, Arizona Arizona, Carolina. Arizona lost Arizona lost last week and Kyler Murray looked a little bit off. They did think. lose that uh, last week. That's what you were wrong about, Colin. Yeah, true. Uh let's <laughs> go uh Giants Rams. Rams by 150. Yeah, Rams. Rams. Slam dunk. I wonder what that line is. Uh it's gotta be ten. I don't the, the Giants yeah, are, the say. Giants are terrible. Well, uh, for a point of reference, the Baltimore uh Redskins line was uh or Washington football team. Thank me. you very much. <laughs> Put a dollar in the uh, jar. Yeah, damn it. Here's it. Did you guys hear the change? No, <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, that line was um, uh, 13. Wow. Jeez, that's a college football line right there. Uh, yeah. Let's go Buffalo at Las Vegas. And Las Vegas, the Raiders are really good at home. They they beat the piss out of the Saints at home. Um, I'm go- not I'm knowing Raiders. I'm going Raiders. I'm going Bills, not knowing the health of the Raiders' offensive line. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna. Who do I want to win? I have a good Bills. feeling about the Bills. I I like the Bills a lot, as I showed you last week. I like I, Bills fans because they're just too. as ignorant as us. Yeah, they're basically like an even more northern Philadelphia. That's the uh, yes, that's the feel. Game of the day, probably. Uh, Patriots at Kansas City. Kansas this is gonna City? be interesting. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to pick against Kansas City ever. I'm not going to pick up against Kansas City either. Until they give me a reason to think that. Uh, I mean, they made Lamar Jackson. In my mind, they're going to get a They made Lamar now. Jackson look so bad. So bad. He had 93 passing yards. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, okay, and then Sunday night game is the Eagles at San Francisco. Birds. You're going birds. Going birds. I think that uh, when do they travel there during the week? Do we know? I don't know when they do during COVID. Yeah, true. I mean, I didn't even think of that. I know. I like how I give you some passive, like, like, I don't know. I'm picking the birds, too, because I'm from Philadelphia. And uh, San Francisco is beat up. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, so are we. But I I, I think, like, right now, a good thing for our team would be to just leave the city. Yeah. And just kind of be away from all the noise. Like, just kind of, like, I think this is a, a, a situation where going on the road is beneficial in a way. 
and, and our schedule yeah, is so I, brutal coming up, dude. We could be o five and one in the blink of an eye. Doesn't matter. Just I, I mean, Sunday. I, I, yeah. I dig the I dig the going going on the road being having a good effect on just the general you know vibe of the team. I think we're still really banged up. I think it's still going to be about the offensive line. And I mean, yeah. I, th- I I also think it's not, it's it's just a matter of time that Carson starts to improve. Like, yeah, really, I agree. I, I don't think he, you know, the, he's I mean, not all of a sudden a shit player. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm he's not gonna, getting off the he, like, wagon. He's going to have flashes again, and it's not a matter of if, it's when. And it's gonna it's gonna be about if those flashes turn into actual consistent play. I think it's only a matter of time, and I think it could come this week. Dude, when yeah. was the- can I just go ahead? Can I quickly just I I just this could have very well get into a very long conversation, but let's make it short. Is it? I feel like Philadelphia fans sometimes expect Carson Wentz to deliver these like Tom Brady like like he breathes life into the offense and makes every single player so good. Like the Patriots never for the last fucking how long like five or six years Tom Brady was a Patriot. They never had like star wide receivers or anything. Like, I feel like that's the same expectation that gets put on Carson. They Wentz, had, and that's like, not they fucking had fair. one star wide receiver, like the entire time that he was there. Yeah. Randy Moss. That's well, it. that was like eight years ago, but 10 years ago, actually, I think, right. It was 2007. 2007. Oh, was it 2007? Okay. Yeah. So 13 years ago, I agree. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of time. Yeah. I, I agree with you hundred percent. I'm a Carson guy, so I'm not backing down off that until like, I actually have to. Uh, and then the Monday night game. What? Uh, let's go Atlanta at Green Bay. I think Green Bay just runs a mud hole in their ass, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, totally. It's going to be They're going to bulldoze. Yeah. Poor Matt Ryan. Fire Dan Quinn. Uh, gentlemen, we are back on Monday with Smitty from Barstool, which I'm really excited about. Um, fucking, I am excited to get back in the studio with you guys next week as well. I can't wait to get back and re-listen to everything. Uh, any last words from the peanut gallery? The Ubuntu. You, the peanut gallery? you right. dog. You don't think you're the peanut gallery? What? How do you say that? Ubuntu? Ubuntu. <laughs> Ubuntu. No doubt, dude. Fucking suck my Live Ubuntu. It. <laughs> Live it. Live it. I love that, Balls, Doc I love that. Let's get Ben Simmons to play. Let's Dude, Ben Simmons, fucking play together. Let's Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers is going to figure gonna... out what their role is. Fuck yeah. you guys, we love Al you. Al Horford.